When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Zone. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Alrighty, hands in the air. If you took a stroll around the neighborhood yesterday or just caught yourself standing still for a moment and taking in all the sunshine. How you doing, everybody? Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yonke. Glad you're along with us on a Wednesday morning. And I was so glad that the sunshine was along with us and warmer temperatures that we enjoyed yesterday. Now, I can't guarantee you a picture-perfect Wednesday, but it doesn't look too bad either. Partly cloudy skies today, 39 are expected high. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and 38. Friday, partly sunny and 39. And Saturday, under a partly sunny sky, 44 are expected high. So we're going to have a lot of water running out on farmsteads across the state. We'll talk more about that with Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist. Wisconsin milk production for the month of January went up again by about 3%, and we had 2,000 more milk cows that were back on the line. Those are just a few more of the details we've got for you coming up. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select John Deere equipment and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance recently issued a special dividend to support their auto, home, farm, and business customers to help keep Wisconsin strong. This dividend will pay out over $5 million back to their policyholders. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Well, we've been pointing it out all week long, National FFA Week. And although it may look substantially different this year than it has in the past, it's still going on. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. But boy, you got to give credit where credit's due, Bob. Our Wisconsin State FFA officers have stayed busy, stayed engaged, no matter what kinds of crazy obstacles the pandemic's put in front of them. It seems like every year, Pam, they select officers that can do the job. And of course, they were really put to the challenge this year to select the right people. And uh, I've talked to them and they have, whether it be the sectional leaders or our state FFA president, Joe Schleiss, had a chance to talk to Joe the other day just before FFA week started, came in with a smile on his face and a can-do attitude as we talked about uh, how he and his officer team are keeping members, advisors, and uh, others fired up not only for FFA week but to overcome this COVID challenge. Yeah well it's been a challenge to keep members involved and I'll say that my team has been doing an excellent job though. Um, one way that we've been trying to make sure that our members stay involved is through social media that's a really big thing 
But I think there's one point that we always try to make sure that our communication is constant with our members. Uh, and I know some people put it that it's almost like you want to over-communicate, that you want to make sure they know exactly what events are happening. Uh, our website is another great way that we really start to revamp this year to really make sure that our members know what's going on. Uh, but going through the rest of this year and uh, what we have done, I think it's been pretty successful and what our plans were and what they'll continue to progress like. How did you handle it with your officer team? You know, we have uh, the 360 conference and sectional leadership workshops. Obviously, that had to be a little bit different. How tough was it for you to plan that and to, to keep members enthused to go to a, a virtual convention and they're sitting maybe in their den or their bedroom or someplace? Yeah. Well, you need to have a lot of energy to make that happen, to say the least, because it starts with starting from scratch. you got to start... What kind of virtual platform are you going to use? I mean, working with over 250 school districts, you got to make sure it's accessible for all because that is one thing. We're trying to make sure it's equitable for all students. But at the same time, so when we start from scratch and we try to move on to creating these different conferences, uh, we got to make sure the hype is there. And that means that our state officers are directly connecting with our members one-on-one. I mean, if that is a personal message to them, if that's directly contacting the advisors to get them to promote stuff, creating videos is a huge thing this year that we've been doing. I don't think any other state officer team has created so many videos this year because members love it. They love short little clips, but that's the way that we can portray our excitement is through videos instead of just emails and being in person. You mentioned the advisors, and I think that's interesting. You know, they're in charge of the members at their particular schools. But have you this year focused any more attention on working with the advisors than maybe in past years? I mean, it's always working with the members, but what about the advisors in this equation? Yeah, well, the advisors play a really key role. Uh, The team is constantly somehow emailing the advisors on a weekly basis. And in past years, that might have been maybe on a monthly, but it's always Uh, some sort of update of what's going on. Right now we're planning district leadership development events and our state team just had over 30 different meetings with advisors because we're trying to communicate what's the best platform for that specific district and those schools and how that can progress and you know work out to perform to have a successful contest. Now we're into FFA week and how long will FFA week continue? Yeah, for the next couple days here until the 27th. All right, this coming Saturday. So what are some of the things that you've talked to chapters or advisors about? uh, We have a special statewide effort out there, or pretty much individual chapters do their thing? Yeah, so a lot of chapters are really doing their own sort of thing this year because, you know, we start at the chapter level, but... Also this year, we've done some crazy things that it's going to be an FFA week in Wisconsin like no other and never done before. Uh, We have state officer stop-bys where chapters can request for the state team or a few officers to join in on an FFA event, maybe their A classroom. Right now, there's over 30 chapters already registered for that that we'll be stopping in. We'll also be doing a lot of virtual visits with a lot of our sponsors as well as we'll be putting on a whole leadership conference uh, this Wednesday uh, in the evening. The whole team will be doing what we call Leadership Live, where we offer workshops to get them excited and motivated for the rest of this year. Boy, it sounds like you've got a a lot of things planned. And, of course, 
this has been going on. It's National FFA Week, and so there are some national things that are going to be happening as we go through the week, and uh, that will translate into state and even local activities, aren't there? Oh, that's exactly right. So on Tuesday, we have Alumni Day, where we're going to bring appreciation and show awareness to our FFA alumni and supporters. Uh, This past year, the Wisconsin Alumni Association was recognized as the outstanding one at the national level. And then we have on Thursday, Give FFA Day. And that is something that anyone can contribute and uh, support our organization. And they can also make... specific donations to our Wisconsin Foundation. So we'll be bringing awareness to that as well on Thursday. And then on Friday, we're going to wrap things up for Wear Blue Day uh, to really show our FFA pride and get excited about FFA Week so that people know about it. Well, it's uh, it's a great week. It's been going on for a long, long time. But Joe, I I have to ask you now, we're into February, National FFA Week, I'm sure people are starting to ask you about June. What are we going to do for a state convention? And at this point in time, what can we do? Because we still really and truly aren't out of this COVID woods yet. Yeah, what can we do? That's the question we ponder on a lot of times. And I think right now, you know, being in the setting of we're trying to figure out leadership development events, once we get through that, uh, we will continue to work on state convention. And who knows? It we are hoping the best, but there's still little things getting figured out. We are surely hoping there will be an in-person convention. When would be a kind of a drop-dead date that you have to make a decision, not only for the chapters to make their plans to come to Madison, but for the Alliant Energy Center, the hotels, and things like that? Do you have such a date that you have to work at? Yeah, you know, there is a date with our hotels and that that we have to when working with the Alliant Energy Center. But at the same time, we do want to make sure that's a little bit earlier because we realize that county fairs are happening this summer. And members who attend those county fairs show livestock also attend our conventions. So trying to plan that through, I sure hope within at least the next month that we can have a date set out there uh, location-wise in-person hybrid might not be totally decided but for sure get a date and i would imagine you know for the speakers that come in for the convention they've got to be booked as well you can't call them the last minute you bet so usually we would be deciding those already in january uh but with the circumstances we'll be deciding those very soon and maybe what we had planned last year they've been willing to do it again this year so we'll have to stay tuned now for yourself giving a retiring address You've got some fertile areas to go into as far as untouched topics that have no president has been able to deal with before. Have you started at least thinking about your farewell address and uh, what kind of things you'd like to share with the members, with what you and the officer team have been going through, and the members themselves? Yeah, it's been on the back of my head, but, you know trying to decide of what this what my RA and what my final message will be I think it's going to be pretty special uh, that like you mentioned that no other uh, team has been able to experience but we'll make it a good one if we do have a live convention or any kind of convention do we have any kind of a, a special theme or a focus as the officer team talked about that and made those kind of plans and decisions yeah so our state theme this year is unstoppable and to say the least our members have really shown that they are unstoppable. You think about the needs in our communities this year, and our members know how to find the needs, and they know how to find solutions to those needs. 
and that goes to show how they are. They have been unstoppable. Now, it sounds like the COVID pandemic is getting a little better. Has this made a change for you and your office team as far as being able to get together at state headquarters over in Spencer? Or is everything, and I know you've got some members on campus with you over at River Falls, but is it still a Zoom world for you guys? Yeah, well, connecting with our members has been a Zoom world. But I'll tell you, as a matter of fact, a couple weeks ago, we attended the FFA Alumni Convention in Green Bay in person. First public event for the team. And we continue to try to hope that we can plan for an in-person conference, leadership conference in the Dells uh, later on this spring. So there's going to be more information coming out with that. And hopefully we can have later on sectional leadership development events in person as well. We'll see, but we'll see what the situation holds. Has this had an effect, the COVID pandemic and, you know, not being able to go to different meetings and things like that, had an effect on membership or at the local level we're still solid? I will say that our recruitment has to has been stronger this year because we've seen that there needs to be uh, more engagement with our members and in order to make sure we continue our solid membership and try to reach our goal that we're going to have to continue to push. We have our final membership deadline coming up here uh, actually within the next week. Yeah, within the next week. So we'll see how the final numbers bring in. We hope and we're wishing for the best that we don't see too much of a decrease. Well, Joe, I'll tell you, it hasn't gotten uh, you down at all because uh, your smile is still as broad as ever. So I congratulate you on leading this team and the organization through these troubled times. And uh, you've been a, a beacon of light for uh, FFA, and I'm sure uh, you've enjoyed it as well. Had to be a real growth opportunity for you personally. Oh, it's been awesome, Bob. I don't know how to explain it, but, you know, it goes to show that. I'm very proud of all that we've accomplished this year, knowing that every single opportunity that our members would be able to experience in previous years, they've been able to experience through a global pandemic. That's something to be proud of. A real leader, and he's showing it this year, Joe Schleiss of the Denmark FFA chapter, our current Wisconsin FFA president, as we visit during National FFA Week. I'm Bob Bosold. Wondering where you can hear how milk contracts are doing at this time of day? Wonder no more. The Midwest Farm Report will be back with a market update in just moments. These days, vehicles are powered by many different sources. Tom's Auto Center repairs them all. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. Gas, electric, diesel, and hybrids. Plus, we offer free pickup and delivery within a 10-mile radius. And a loaner car if you need one. TomsAutoCenter.com Tom's Auto Center Here to get her fixed, get her done To get you going, guys Off Highway 51 in McFarland A stone's throw from McDonald's Smog, garbage, sewers, car exhaust Today's world puts our sense of smell on overload Luckily there are places we can go to refocus our senses. Our national wildlife refuges. When you visit, your nose will instantly recognize the purity of nature. Bask in the aromatic scent of the black pine trees blowing in the wind. Detect the sweet fragrance of primroses, wild violets, and blue sage. Smell the fresh salt water in the air as waves crash into rocky shoals. When you smell these things, you're smelling the world the way we found it. With over 500 refuges across America, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. 
Learn more at fws.gov refugees. That's fws.gov refugees. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Oh, it was absolutely glorious yesterday. Wherever you were, whatever you had to do, it was fantastic to be able to enjoy weather outside, even roll down the windows. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us on a Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. And like I said, the only thing that you notice at this time of the year is if there's any place where you had... Uh, Let's say the the curb and gutter system is kind of clogged still with ice. Boy, the water started pooling real quick yesterday. Oh, it was running like crazy. I had to run down to Milwaukee in the afternoon. There were little rivers running down the side of some of the streets. Well, it's melting just that fast. The ice sickles hanging off my back wall here. That stuff's been running and running and running. We're going to see more of that today, more very mild air. Not quite so mild as yesterday, but there is precipitation this morning. Activity in northwest Wisconsin will crawl across northern parts of the state. Uh, for those of us at La Crosse, Mauston, over to Oshkosh, Fond du Lac, maybe Beaver Dam, a few snowflakes or a sprinkle, not out of the question yet this morning. I'll have forecast details right after this. Being a member owner pays at Compure Financial. As a farm credit cooperative, Compure's member owners share in the profits. And this year, member owners will receive $197 million back in patronage. Learn more at compure.com backslash patronage. Compure Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. Patronage allocations, redemptions, and payments remains at the discretion of the board of directors based on a combination of factors including the risk in portfolio, earnings, and current capital position. Everyone at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board lives and breathes Wisconsin soybeans and can be your knowledgeable ally in the field and at home. With important grower alerts, timely production advice and industry news, and expert-generated grower research, we are the resource to help your crop and business thrive. Stay in the know and connect with the Wisconsin soybean community by finding Badger Bean on Facebook or by visiting badgerbean.com. Alrighty, Stu. Boy, thinking about soybeans, this kind of weather starts us all getting an itch. I talked to a guy yesterday that was setting up his planter, and the weather today will keep that feeling coming, won't won't it? Oh, absolutely. And our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update does call for some clouds, that snowflake or a sprinkle yet lacrosse, Boston, east toward Lake Winnebago and areas to the north. Otherwise, sunny, becoming a bit more sunny later today, partly sunny in the south all day. But we'll still be in the very upper 30s or around 40. The northwest winds 5 to 15, gust to 25. Partly cloudy overnight, upper teens. Northwest winds 5 to 10. Mostly sunny Thursday, mid-30s, 36, 37. West winds 5 to 10. Mostly sunny Friday in the upper 30s with the south winds at 5 to 15. Friday night, a little snow, maybe mixed with rain or freezing rain just into early Saturday. Could be a little light snow again later Sunday, Pam, just to take us to early next week. Oh, but it doesn't look like we're going to have a sharp decline in temperature anytime real soon, does it? 
No, getting back to normal, you know, low 30s, maybe a little bit below that, but nothing too drastic. All right. Good deal. All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks. Have a good day. Stumach, our ag weather meteorologist, and that, of course, is brought to you courtesy of our friends at Compure Financial. Compure Financial, your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Of course, visit Compure.com for more. And we've got more, including an update on Madison Restaurant Week. If you're in the area, boy, you can capitalize on some good vittles. We're talking about it with Tammy Vossen. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Johnson Tractor from Land to Lawn. Registration for Johnson Tractor's Planter Clinic is going on now. This clinic is catered to your situation based on your Case IH or Kimsey planner. Take classes on your own time and have access in the field once planning starts. Complete your class by March 31st and earn a reward on your next parts purchase. Look for the registration link at johnsontractor.com. Johnson Tractor from Land to Lawn. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help regarding an attempted homicide that occurred one year ago. On January 29, 2020, a mother and her two young children were brutally attacked by an unknown gunman in the 2700 block of Dahl Street. It is presumed that the gunman followed the victims from their residence located in Kennedy Heights Apartments. While traveling in the 2700 block of Dahl Street, the car in which the gunman was riding cut the victim off, forcing their car to stop. The gunman then exited the car and fired multiple rounds into the car that the victim and her two young children were traveling in. The mother and a child sustained injuries related to the gunfire. Madison Police Department's Violent Crime Unit is reaching out to the public in hopes that someone has more information about this senseless act of gun violence. Please visit MadisonAreaCrimeStoppers.org or Madison Area Crime Stoppers Facebook page for additional photos and video of the suspects. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have, have you, you ever, ever had, had sudden, sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, or, or understanding, understanding someone? someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's it's too too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. When someone is injured in a bad crash, they probably know that smart, experienced attorneys can help. But if they've never hired an attorney before, it can be easy to put it off until later, instead of calling right away to get the help they urgently need. Unfortunately, that delay can end up causing expensive losses on top of the harm someone has already suffered. At Clifford & Rihala, we understand how someone who has been injured in a crash may be confused or even scared to reach out for help. We understand how injuries, medical bills, and lost work can leave people exhausted and overwhelmed. 
Call Clifford and Rihala for a free consultation on your injury claim and work with experienced attorneys with a track record of success to help get you your maximum compensation. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. Here we go again. Are you ready for a Wisconsin winter? Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for McFarland, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City, online, McFarland's.net. And of course, you can talk or text them at 608 643 3321. I'm talking about the things that will drive you batty this winter, like your windshield wipers. Why not change them now so they can really do battle with the snow and ice coming your way? McFarland's ready to help. 608 643 3321. Looking for that unique, one of a kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself. Maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, Stuff you won't find anywhere else and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. So right here for offensive line, 13.156. 13 million. 156,000 would be the franchise. Yeah, so at that number, I mean, it's even more realistic to franchise tag Aaron Jones. Yeah, so for a running back, that was all O-line. Running back would be, yeah, (laughs) 8.9 million. So, yeah, there you go. It would be way more realistic to franchise tag Jones. But here's the thing. The question is, I was listening to, was that Tom Silverstein was on with Bill Michaels yesterday, and Bill just straight up asked him, are the Packers going to get J.J. Watt? And he said, no. It's not happening. It's kind of, you know, crusher of hopes and dreams right there from Tom Silverstein. And he said the thing they need to do, which is most important, is to get Corey Lindsley a deal. Do you buy that, Rowdy? Corey Lindsley, bringing him in or keep keeping him in, protecting Aaron Rodgers. He is very good at what he does. Is it all starting with the line and protecting an, an aging Aaron Rodgers who's now coming off an MVP season? We saw how good he was with a good line. When David Bakhtiari went down, we saw you know how desperately we needed more pieces. I think we gotta we gotta look at this if we're gonna talk line in two different ways. Do you want a good line or do you want a deep line? Because the Packers Man. had a good line last year, but they also had a really deep line. And by that, they had a lot of guys that could fill in and play pretty well. They had a lot of guys that probably through a full season could have been starters other places. Mm-hmm. But well, now, but now, when we say, "Do you want a good line?" Remember, what was it? Maybe a few years ago, when uh, Balaga was still on the right, was right tackle, and then obviously Bakhtiari was left tackle, Lindsley center. But that was before Elkton Jenkins. That was before you know some of these guys that they had signed. They weren't very deep, but they were good. Yeah, I feel like you need a at least a deep line because if you, we see in the NFL that you're having injuries. And obviously last year there seemed to be a lot of injuries which could have be, been because of the pandemic and the lack of uh, 
training. Yeah, and prep and, and preseason. Yada, yada, yada. And I just I I just would hate to have to go all in on a good line where you have Bakhtiari, you have But you have no depth. Exactly. And then say all of a sudden you have two injuries like you had yeah, Bakhtiari. Yeah, yeah. And last Lindsay year. was hurt last year too. Now Aaron Rodgers is sitting there with some of the guys that we were talking about, like Alex Light or that Vandebeer. Remember when they had those guys playing tackle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. can't ever do that again. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, the Packers got exposed so hard against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. David Bakhtiari, it was the last nut It was the last nut kick of the nut kick continuum when Bakhtiari went down on, like, what was it? Well, it was December 31st, the news yeah, comes Yeah, it was out. New Year's. New Year's, David Bakhtiari's done. Literally the last nut kick from the nut kick continuum before 2020 was over. Yeah, I, I remember it clear as day. I was getting, you know, had dinner, was getting ready to go over to a friend's house for New Year's Eve. Yep. And then all of a sudden, as we're there, had just gotten there. Tis, get tis. the notification that David Bakhtiari tears like, his ACL. Damn of it. course. Yeah, I was uh, cooking. I was. I just threw the steak on my cast iron, and man, I was sizzling, just looking nice. I had a nice brandy Manhattan. I was drinking. I had the James Brown in the background just playing. I was vibing, feeling good. Twenty twenty was about to be over, and then David Bakhtiari tears ACL. Jesus Christ, man! I like Lindsley. I just don't over thirteen million dollars a year. Eesh. And you'd imagine that it would be probably pretty similar to that if they try and sign him long term. Yep. So, I mean, that really doesn't matter. That's, that price is going to be probably pretty close to the same. I mean, the guy graded out as one of the better centers. Yeah, well, He's if, going to get paid. And is it the Packers are going to pay him? That's the big question. I don't uh, – I think I would have to go with you got to let Lindsley go, and you probably got to let Jones go. Okay, so let's just go from the line. You've already let Rick Wagner go, but what Rick, Rick Wagner, excuse me, could be one of those guys that comes back later on and signs for less, sure. But you're letting Corey Lindsley go. You let Rick Wagner go. David Bakhtiari is not going to be ready for the season. You'll get him back halfway through the season. <laughs> I guess I'm glad that Brian Gutekunst well, and the Packers drafted those three linemen in what the, the was that, the sixth round? Yeah, let's talk about what the Packers do have. They have Bakhtiari, but you don't know if he'll be ready. Mm-hmm. They have Billy Turner, who Billy Turner can play right and left tackle. He showed that last year. Yep. Right guard. And he might be up for a restructuring of a deal. Elkin Jenkins, who can pretty much play anywhere. He's yep. Lucas Patrick, he's only one and a half million dollars this upcoming year. He did he's pretty shown well. Showing you that you can play guard and center at a solid level. John Runyon, that was a guy that showed you you could play guard. Some people think he could be a swing tackle. Some people think that he could learn center. We'll just say he's a guard for now. And then I think they should try and re-sign Lane Taylor. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, if you're fortunate enough to be around the Dane County area or coming to Dane County this week, it's Madison Restaurant Week. The Wisconsin Beef Council has partnered up with area restaurants to try to focus in on beef and give people a reason to get out and enjoy this weather. Now, granted, a lot of the restaurants have some adjusted protocol because of the pandemic, but we've got about 28 that are involved with the Wisconsin Beef Council on Madison Restaurant Week promotions. Tammy Vossen's going to bring us details on that with our checkoff chat in just a moment. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday. So, you probably heard me talking about that weather forecast 
Partly sunny today, 39. 38 tomorrow will be up to the mid-40s by Saturday. Maybe you're starting to think of summertime activities and, more importantly, summertime food like ice cream. Although for a lot of us in Wisconsin, ice cream's a year-round treat. Well, there's a new flavor that could be coming to an ice cream cooler near you thanks to the efforts of some Wisconsin 4-H clubs. Josh Gramlin's got an update on the flavors you want to watch out for. Cedar Crest Ice Cream, which is located in Ozaki County, along with the Wisconsin 4-H Foundation, recently announced the winner and the finalist of the 2020 Cedar Crest Ice Cream Flavor Creation Contest. Brenda Scheider is the executive director of the Wisconsin 4-H Foundation. And Brenda, for somebody that's never heard of this ice cream contest ever before, how would you describe it? For the past seven or eight years, Cedar Crest Ice Cream has partnered with the Wisconsin 4-H Foundation to do a flavor contest. Um, We challenge 4-H clubs across Wisconsin to create flavors, um, and those entries are submitted to Cedar Crest Ice Cream, where a panel of experts evaluates them and chooses a winner um, of the flavor contest and then four finalists. Um, The winner of the contest, um, that flavor is actually put into production by Cedar Crest Ice Cream the next summer. And so we're really proud to release the names um, and the clubs uh, that were the winner and four finalists from the 2020 contest. All right, and I have the results in front of me here, but I think it'd be more fun if you announced it. So go ahead, tell me who the finalist and then who the winner is for the ice cream contest. The four finalists were from um, Waukesha County, the Cleveland Challengers 4-H Club, from Kiwani County, the Champion Spark Plugs um, 4-H Club uh, with their flavor Bunny Fluff. Um, from Langley County, the Anawa Rocket Forge Club with their flavor food, a fair food. And from Waukesha County, the Prairie Pioneer 4-H Club with their um, flavor red velvet cookie crumble. The winner of this year was from Greenlake County, the Country Clover 4-H Club, and their flavor was called Tractor Track. Yep, the 4-H Club from Marcusan taking home the top prize. Tractor Tracks is the flavor, and it sounds delicious. It's going to be chocolate ice cream, peanut butter cups, and then marshmallow swirl. So who, who wouldn't want that? But the most fun part is you don't just have to listen to me describe it. You will actually be able to taste that Tractor Tracks flavor this upcoming summer because Cedar Crest is going to actually put that into stores. Yes, um, that that flavor is in production um, or will be in production here just in the next little bit. And um, that is a flavor that you can get at um, Cedar Crest ice cream parlors across the state. Brenda, talk to me about this contest from a 4-H standpoint. This is something that makes everybody in the club get together, and they all actually have to agree on one flavor to submit. So what do clubs learn from this experience? It's a, a great uh, – we, we tied the contest um, intentionally to be – in the fall, with the intent that this is an activity that a 4-H club can do as they're reorganizing in September or October, um, as a way to kind of get um, all of the kids working on something together. Uh, And it's interesting how these flavors come about. Um, Some clubs start out with just just randomly um, talking about ingredients that they like and then trying to put something together on those ingredients. Some of them have kids work on it individually, and then they, they actually choose um, the flavors that they uh, they like, and, and the, the winner of their own kind of mini flavor contest is their club submission. Um, with the submissions, sometimes um, clubs will draw pictures um, of what their their uh, creation looks like. 
Um, but it's really a great activity because um, all of our kids, right from the clover buds that are um, five and six years old all the way up to our, our oldest members at, at 19, 18 and 19 years old can participate in together. And so it's a great team-building activity as well. I know, Brenda, that this is not your first rodeo when it comes to this ice cream contest. Do you ever read the flavors for the first time and say, wow, that that was creative. I, I wish I'd thought about that. You would think that after seven or eight years that um, it, it would start to start to see the same flavors and, and there wouldn't be anything new, but that is certainly not the case. Um, I have been really surprised um, by some of the creative ingredients. Um, the Cleveland Challengers from Waukesha County their flavor was cranberry frost, which incorporates cranberries. And we've seen cranberries be incorporated in a number of flavors over over the last couple of years. And so it's kind of interesting how some of these new flavors are, are um, being incorporated into ice cream in really super creative ways. That is Brenda Scheider. She is the executive director of the Wisconsin 4-H Foundation. Congratulations again to the Country Clover 4-H Club of Marcusan in Green Lake County as their flavor, Tractor Tracks, which is going to be chocolate ice cream, peanut butter cups, and then a marshmallow swirl, is the winner of this year's Cedar Crest Ice Cream Flavor Creation Contest. That flavor will be hitting Wisconsin stores and ice cream parlors this summer. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. Thanks, Josh. January milk production here in Wisconsin went up 3% to 2.66 billion pounds of milk produced. 1.26 million head of dairy cattle on the job to do it. That's 2,000 head more than we had in the line January of 2020. In the dairy markets yesterday, barrel cheese dropped three at 138 and a quarter. 40 pound block cheese was unchanged. Double A butter down two and a quarter at 148 and three quarters per pound. March milk this morning is two cents higher at 1588 a hundredweight. April milk down two cents at 1643. December corn right now is up two cents at 472 a bushel. Right now, November soybeans are up three at 1225. July wheat currently two cents higher. That stands at 650. Don't go anywhere. The Wisconsin Beef Council stops by the studio in just a moment, right here on the Midwest Farm Report. Here's to the hardworking people in America, the ones who aren't phased by dirt and grease, the ones who don't just drive their vehicles and machinery, they depend on them. Right now, Blaine's Farm and Fleet take 10% off double H linkage parts and hitch pins. Keep your equipment in tip-top shape with new belts from Deco. They're 15% off. Get comfy on those long drives with an Allison seat cushion, now 25% off. Keep your hydraulics working strong with 10% off Delavan hydraulic cylinders. Be prepared to plant with Osmondson spikes, sweeps, and plow parts. They're buy one, get one 50% off. And save 10% on Easy Slide products. Plus, check out these great doorbuster deals. Krylon Farm and Implement Paint, now 10% off. And 31 to 34-pound bags of Purina One dog food in assorted varieties, now $33.99. Be sure to mark your calendars. Spring Chicks will be in our stores starting February 26th. Go to farmandfleet.com for all the details. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select Case IH equipment and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. 
Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance recently issued a special dividend to support their auto, home, farm, and business customers to help keep Wisconsin strong. This dividend will pay out over $5 million back to their policyholders. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It is time again for Checkoff Chats. This conversation brought to you courtesy of our friends at the Wisconsin Beef Council. Remember, beeftips.com or Wisconsin Beef Council on social media. And our partners at the Equity Cooperative Livestock Sales Association. They are proud to be a part of these Checkoff Chats conversations. Remember, visit equitycoop.com for all your livestock marketing needs. And joining us today is the Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council. That's Tammy Vossen. Now, despite the fact that the elements are kind of against us at this time of the year, whether the Wisconsin Beef Council has been busy, busy in a lot of different avenues trying to keep beef and its visibility with consumers front and foremost. Tammy, let's talk a little bit about how you had to re-strategize things when it comes to the partnerships that the Wisconsin Beef Council has worked on for so long with our retail partners. You know, now everybody is uh, either buying online or buying via an app when it comes to grocery stores and their their groceries, that can make it kind of tough to make some of our beef products stick out. Tell me a little bit about what Wisconsin Beef Council and Checkoff Dollars have been doing regarding retail sales. Absolutely. Well, we know that um, in, in consumer research that was conducted by the National Cattlemen's Beef Association that prior to the pandemic, less than 1% of shoppers had identified that they had actually shopped for their groceries online. Um, but since that time, over 67% of consumers are now claiming that they have ordered groceries online at some point um, over the last several months here. So in that process, we have identified that we really need to be kind of in that online space, having a presence through retailers or through recipe websites where we can drive consumers to be purchasing beef. So nationally, the Beef It's What's for Dinner program put together a partnership with a program called Chicory um, for a holiday campaign to drive retail beef sales. Now, Chicory, is um, they're a third-party partner, and they make online recipes shoppable. So, for instance, if you went to the BeefIt'sWhat'sForDinner.com website and looked at a recipe, right underneath of the ingredients, you can actually click a button and it will um, it will take you out to where you can enter in your zip code. It'll find an online partner that you can create that online um, order with. Uh, and put all of those ingredients right into your shopping cart automatically. So it's really kind of a slick way to to get consumers with beef in their grocery carts. Um, And we know that this this website has nearly 1,500 recipe sites that they partner with, um, and they have over 100 million users on those sites each and every month. So we were able to work with with Chicory um, through the holiday months, um, and Wisconsin Beef Council actually helped to extend that campaign throughout the state of Wisconsin as well um, in in that December time frame. 
So we were reaching consumers who were shopping some of our partners like at Pick and Save Cops, the metro markets here um, in the region, as well as Walmart. Um, And all they had to do was, you know, click on buy ingredients and uh, those those ingredients were in their shopping cart. Yeah, I've seen those. That is a really slick way to make it easy on those consumers that otherwise, you know, wouldn't necessarily know how to pick the right cuts of meat or or get those ingredients in the basket. Now, is that the only time that you have partnered with Chicory during the holiday season, Tammy, or what other efforts has the Wisconsin Beef Council been channeling their energy towards? Again, we're in a different world when it comes to reaching consumers. Right. So we are currently in the midst right now of another chicory marketing campaign, only this one is um, more of a national focus, and it is also on our veal products. Um, So the national um, veal marketing uh, program was looking for some support, and we know that we have got veal, uh, veal production here in the state of Wisconsin. So we wanted to be able to to lend some support to this overall program. And, and this is actually being focused out in the northeastern U.S., where we know that there are higher, um, there is higher consumption of veal in that area. So this Checkery campaign is actually partnering through the Instacart program. Um, and again, just using advertisements to put veal in front of the consumer and allowing them to add those products directly to their online shopping carts. Since we've recognized this kind of success with Chicory as a third-party partner, do you anticipate that the Wisconsin Beef Council will continue to kind of pick and choose uh, when, what elements and what times of the year they'll try to reach those consumers? I mean, we're all hoping that sooner or later we get back to that face-to-face, in-store sampling, etc. But for right now, this looks like a pretty nice partnership. It has worked out very well um, for us. And we don't have all of the holiday campaign results in yet, but but um, all of those numbers are looking very favorable here to start with. So we certainly expect to continue that partnership. But again, recognize, as you mentioned, that you know hopefully here in the summer, summer months, folks will be back in stores, whether that's at our local grocery stores at, or um, we, we continue to recognize the strength and demand of purchasing beef from our local meat processors across the state as well. So we, we've developed partnerships with them and we'll continue to um, find ways to reach our consumers, whether that's direct from in-store or through those online shopping uh, options. Tammy Vossens along with us, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council. This is Checkoff Chat. It's brought to you courtesy of your beef checkoff dollars. And remember, dairy farmers, that includes you guys too. And also by our partnership with Equity Cooperative Livestock. Find the details for them at equitycoop.com for all your livestock marketing needs. You know, more and more people, Tammy, are still trying to figure out ways to enjoy I will say eating out, even though eating out looks a whole lot different. Uh, you, as the Wisconsin Beef Council, have also gotten excited about partnership with food service and some of our restaurants. Tell me what's going on. Well, we know, you know, before the pandemic that um, over 50% of our beef sales did come through that food service um, side of the business. So we we have continued to direct every opportunity that we can um, to drive consumers, whether that's to dine in or to do carry-out options um, to our restaurants here across the state of Wisconsin. So um, there have been a number uh, starting like last summer. We had some of our, uh, we, of course, had Madison Burger Week that you've always been a part of. But 
We also had some other um, partnerships in the Chippewa Valley as well as in Milwaukee um, to ensure that consumers kept uh, restaurants top of mind, um, whether they wanted to do that as an online order or a to-go option. But actually, this current week, uh, for those who are in the Madison market there, we're right in the middle of Madison Restaurant Week, which is um, driven through some local media partners there. Um, and so restaurants can sign up, and they feature like a whether they want to do a three-course meal um, or a family style as as their specialty for the for Madison Restaurant Week, they offer special pricing on those. Um, and all of the restaurants who have participated in this event in the past have just um, they've had overwhelming success with that. Um, so it's it's just an opportunity again to support those local restaurants. Um, get out and, and take a little bit of stress off of having to prepare uh, meals on your own and, and uh, get back into dining, dining out here a little bit. Well, and try something different. That's what's nice about Restaurant, restaurant Week. It's not just dining or potentially dining with a different property, but it's also uh, just trying something different. And that's where the Wisconsin Beef Council wants you to focus. I'm assuming that a lot of these restaurants are going to make beef center of the plate offering this week during restaurant restaurant week. Absolutely. I mean, we know that some of our um, top Madison area barbecue restaurants are featured here. Some of the white tablecloth restaurants and even, you know, like our... um, Bar and grills, they, they've all got some great beef featuring um, here during Madison Restaurant Week. So we encourage everybody to check that out. Uh, just go Google Madison, or, um, Madison Restaurant Week and you'll be able to find more details about the restaurants that are participating and the, as well as the, the entrees that they're featuring for this particular week. Yum. Take a break. Sounds like fun. Thank you, Tammy. Tammy Vossett along with us, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council. This is Checkoff Chats. And again, if you want to find out more about Madison Restaurant Week happening now, you can, of course, follow along, beeftips.com, Wisconsin Beef Council on social media, and we'll keep you posted as well on all the details. MidwestFarmReport.com, fabulous farm babe on Facebook. Checkoff Chats, brought to you courtesy of your Beef Checkoff Dollars and the Wisconsin Beef Council, as well as our partners, Equity Cooperative Livestock. Visit their web, EquityCoop.com, for all your livestock marketing needs. And that is Checkoff Chat, featuring Tammy Vossen, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council. Sign up for daily agriculture updates by joining our email list. Head to MidwestFarmReport.com, enter your email address, and we'll handle the rest. This is the Midwest Farm Report.